boy, ladies and gentlemen, you all have missed me, but you know what time it is. It is time to actually come back for the Romeo show. Scott, I have to do this. Let me just roll that Dane intro, y'all. Okay, and you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to be back. Thank you for all your love and support. I am back, ready to crack at the left and right. And here with me is my producer, my manager, Scott Hum. And uh, Scott, how are you doing? What you going to do without Hum? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, what you going to do without Hum? A lot of people would ask that same question, and I don't know where that question would entail. But it, it sounds like my producer's notebook. Oh, jeez. Of course, we have to because, uh, you know, we can't do anything without it. I don't know why I'm packing when I have freaking pouches. That's just weird. Thank you, Midwest. Midwest says, welcome back. Uh, Anthony Severo says on my other feed. Welcome back, Romeo. Thank you, guys. I miss you guys so much. I'm happy. Uh, I am happy to be back at Right Wing Media. Uh, Cynthia199 on my other side says, Romeo, we have missed you. The left have been going cuckoo without you. I wonder if they have a crush on you. I bet they do. They probably have really nice dreams about me. But Hey, we got to first talk about this. Nancy Pelosi has made a comment, and this is on CNN. This is a CNN exclusive, not on Fox, because, of course, why do you think Fox would be able to get this exclusive when it's only CNN's right and exclusive? They said that, um, I'm taking a guess here, no, we're not going to give you Fox employees the right to this. This is our territory. This is ours. Back off. So that does sound some like CNN would say. But Nancy Pelosi openly admitted on a CNN exclusive while Trump was in office, I would punch the guy, quote, Nancy Pelosi, unquote, right in the mouth, end quote. I think right there that tells you Nancy State. Either A, she's had too much apple juice, appy juice, or B, she's just really off a rocker, or D, this is how extreme the left are becoming. They are becoming so unimaginably violent, vicious, that it's open now. But, here's the kicker. She says this, right? But, would you think a woman in her position or power would be able to do that? No. Here's why. Number one, even if you are a senator or don't care if you're Barney the Purple Dinosaur in the office, it don't matter. You openly make a threat like that, that would be jail time or prison time. That's federal charge. That is a malicious act or a, a tent of malicious act towards the president of the United States, which would be taken as a terror, supposed or possible terroristic act. And I am not surprised at all 
that Nancy would do this. I am not at all. She, yeah, she might be able to get away with it. But whether or not you're big or little into the political game, you have nothing to gain from throwing a threat. But she says, well, I would only do it, I would have done it if he was, while well, he was in the president's seating. Okay, there again, Nancy, you must understand this from a very big boy perspective view. You would be in jail. How about that? Your 87-year-old carcass would be dragged to prison and be made a mockery of by all Democrats and all different political parties. You would be used as a mockery, as something that we or anyone would show. This is an example of what not to do. While you have the other side saying, yes, of course, this is something we want. Because we are all for violence. We're for Antifa. And we're for the alleged extremist radicalness. Okay. If you're for it, then guess what? You better be ready to handle the consequences. When it comes down to the fact that you threaten a president of the United States, that you would punch him in the mouth, you better pony up for them consequences. And I'm not going to say anything more than she better have been ready to pony up because look at what her husband allegedly did. Her husband got away with a DUI allegedly. How do you think she got, a, he got away with it? Oh, it wasn't because he had the money. Well, of course he might've had the money allegedly, but I'm sure there's another simple explanation, Nancy, right? Because Nancy has power. So therefore, Power gives them the factor and thinking we have the ability to abuse and use our power whenever and therefore whenever we want to whoever we want. And that's just the way y'all got to like it. Suck it up, buttercups. No, we aren't going to suck it up, buttercup. Here's the thing, Nancy. You want to do what's called a very none objective way of threatening a president like that, then that is going to be called terrorism or act of terrorism or treason. Yeah. Big boy word. Look that up in the dictionary. I don't think you even know what that word means. Look it up in the dictionary. Because that is a big boy word that you will never understand. You will never understand it, Nancy. You won't understand it. You won't be able to understand any of it at all. Because here's the thing. When it comes down to it, if you want to play Mr. Nice Guy, you want to play like, oh, yeah, okay, fine. Look, I have power. I can do this. I can do that. Fine. But you're abusing your power for your own greed, your own purpose. So why not use it for the better? Oh, yeah, because... Nancy doesn't ever think of anyone but herself. <laughs> and then we move on to Kelsey Goober or Gabber. If, what's her name? Kelsey Gabbard. Kelsey Gabbard. So Kelsey Gabbard, here's why. There we go. Well, nice I know, like, but I'm going Thank you. It's my new. Uh, ah, crap. Oh, oh, that was perfect. That was a perfect joke there. How really it was? Oh yeah, it was impeccable timing. Yeah, should I say? Yeah. But let's 
go to the bigger fish that we have to worry about, like Telsey Gabber, right? Telsey Gabber, who is now a ex-Democrat, right? She's mm-hmm. an ex-Democrat. Mm-hmm. And Telsey Gabber is a ex-Democrat who allegedly got out of the Democratic Party because of her seeing that, hey, guess what the Democrats have been doing, right? The Democrats, what have they been doing? Lying. But supposedly, Telsey Gabber has allegedly supported the whole entire radical left, allegedly. Because, well, we we really probably shouldn't say allegedly, because out of her own words, she has thrown shade at Trump and at most majority of the Republican mega so-called extremist in her own views. But this camera and this camera over here, both of y'all can pick up on my reaction here. I'm being very facetious right now, if y'all don't get it. Wink, wink. I think she's doing a great job. Wink, wink. I think she's doing a horrible job at being a, a prime example for an libertarian or an independent, as she so calls herself. She calls herself a, a independent. What is that yeah. supposed to mean? That you're not going for the Democratic Party or the Republican Party? Yes, it means she's just independent. But still, in her own words, a long time ago, she supported the radical left with tyranny. She supported it. Just blatant. Mm-hmm. Now, um, hey, Santa, nice seeing you. But real quick, let's do some shout outs to everyone that's here. Hope you don't mind, Scott. Uh, Midwest Wheelchair says, welcome back, Romeo. Thank you. Love you guys. Stuart Little uh, says, you know, major news company miss you. Uh, I know they do. I know they do. Oh, God. They, they love me. They love me. And I'm huge. Shall we just say I'm huge? I'm not fake news. I'm huge. Okay. Look at me, Tosi. Tosi, look at me. You're fake news. I'm huge. You're little. You're disgrace. You're fake news. You're fired. Okay, Kelsey Gabber, you're fired. Nancy Pelosi, you're fired. Young Turks, you're fired. CNN, you're fired. You you're wish. fake news. You're 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 disgrace. Um shout out to Brian. Brian Bebout. What's up, Midwest? Hi Brian. Sienna. Hey Romeo, everyone. I'm at choir practice right now, but I thought I'd stop by. Congratulations to Sienna for being in choir practice. Okay, maybe I'm a better off journalist than I'm a singer. I don't Actually, know. you had a you had a good video on YouTube uh, when you were, you know, strumming around. Hey, I had fun with it. Um, yeah. so shout out to everyone that I missed, to all my other viewers on my other uh, side over here. Thank you all for joining me. I see you all, Angel Desk 98. I see you. Thank you. Well, I am happy that I am back and I'm ready to crack down on some liberalism. So let's go back to Telsey Gabber. So, as we said before, Telsey Gabber has announced that she is running for independent or as a independent proprietor of an independent person. So, here's the biggest question. Will, as a independent, she continue to possibly support the radicalized left ideology? Or will she start waking up and singing to our own tune and realizing that the radical left has been doing these things now for a majority of the time? And maybe she made a boo-boo 
and maybe start picking up a little bit of the pieces and deciding to think a little bit more logically, rationally, and more humanely, ooh, big boy word, about the choices that she once made or the choices now that she will possibly or potentially make in the future. And this show is brought to you by... um, Go ahead, Scott, and give us our sponsors for this week, please. Take it away. Okay. It is uh, presented by rightwingmedia.net. And, you know, maybe now that Kanye bought Parlor, let's go to that. Maybe Kanye might support us. You never know. I mean, Kanye. Sign up for his profile. Sign up for his profile. And uh, by the way, uh, welcome those of you who came in uh, from Facebook, Parlor, Gab, and uh, Twitter tonight. Thank you all. But, you know, it's kind of funny that we mentioned Kanye because I'm just thinking about this. Uh, Kanye has begun to go pretty crazy. I mean, maybe not as crazy as the radical left, but he's sure as heck thrown out some crazy thoughts out there one of them is he's now calling himself Jesus Kanye I guess allegedly claims he is God's chosen one yikes but bigger news is Kanye I am sure still backs Trump but now Kanye is now making an effort to buy out Parler which kind of makes me wonder is Parler going to be more censored or de uncensored or decentered at all. So that is still going to be up to me. Um, Elon Musk, I guess right now is coming back and looking at a possible deal again at maybe buying Twitter. Have you heard about that one? Uh, I I thought they were coming closer to an agreement to buy. Yes. So, it sounds like Twitter might be bought out by our favorite um, car manufacturer dude, Elon Musk. And let's hope that the Twitter site isn't as, pardon the pun, musky as the Teslas are. Mm-hmm. It didn't. I hear crickets in the background. Hold on. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I, I think that was a bad pun. But hey, I tried. Uh, what's up, Humpty? How you doing? Shout out to my boy Humpty, Humpty Dumpty up there. How you doing, Humpty? And if you want to buy rings or have perfect made rings, go to Humpty's channel and ask Humpty. I think he might be selling them. They're What's kind of expensive. Address? Um, Humpty, if you can give me, put out your YouTube channel out there, we will definitely put you up here. Hope to sponsor you. Um, Humpty makes very beautiful rings for men and women. Very luxurious, very beautiful, very sexy rings. But if you want to have a nice, beautiful ring, since, you know, Halloween is kind of coming through and then Thanksgiving, then Christmas, have them shipped to you by Humpty. So Humpty will give you the beautiful ring that will make your Chris, your girl's Christmas unforgettable. And they are very, very nice. I've seen them, the way he makes them. They are homemade. They are made with a 100% U.S. material, non-China-made material. But 
Humpty, I will make you mod next time so you can drop the link. Um, or just tell us your YouTube channel. But um, or put the yeah, type the link in the comments. So if you want a beautiful ring for your girl by Christmas, then ask for Humpty. Humpty will give you a ring 100% made in America, guaranteed. So going back though to this craziness. So besides Kanye being a crazy nut job, we have Putin now running his gums. And hi to Russia, by the way, since Russia now has been acknowledging us for a few days, I guess, or for a while now. Hi, Russia. Um, hello, comrades, as they would probably say in Russia. Or hello, comrades. We know that your Russians are watching us. But speaking of Russia, Putin has now made an ultimate threat saying anybody that within 10 yards tries to go after me, nuke. So Putin has more now let everyone in every country know that he is not going to take any little threats lightly. So that seems kind of a little scary. But on top of Russia having nukes, we have China that has nukes as well that potentially may have a little teensy wincy bit of the virus in it. Now that's okay, a supposition Humpty. that may, may or may not happen. That may or may not happen. But all right, Humpty, see you later, brother. Thank you for jump, dropping by. But it, it may be a deposition. But Russia probably knows this. And because Russia is buddy-buddy, possibly with China, that might not affect Russia. That just only may affect every other country that tries to go for an attack. So there is something to be really scared of right there. Is if What if Russia does happen to have an argument with China? Could that possibly be a possible victory or something that we could bargain with China with? Maybe we might be able to use that as a way to bargain so that we don't get hit. But knowing China and Russia and how much closer they are, they're like this with each other, not like this where they're separate. They're like this pretty tight with each other. That's what she said. Then I'm sure that China would definitely have a no problem guaranteed to potentially use maybe this, say, deposition hearsay of. So this is pretty crazy. And it, it's really crazy because I, I see that as a potential threat. I think China could use this in any way. If China or Russia, let's just say that Russia doesn't want to do it, right? So what if Russia doesn't want to do it? Then guess what? Russia doesn't have to do it. Russia could say, hey, China, go ahead, do whatever you have to do. And if you don't mind mixing a little uh, gin and tonic in there for the good people around the country, then please do so. Uh, trust me, that wouldn't be a gin and tonic anybody would want. But let's just imagine here for a sec, China does happen to launch. So if China happens to launch, then what would the other country's response be? Typically, the response would be, catastrophic of epic disaster proportion, meaning if there was any possible potential signs of coronavirus, or then 
every country would be screwed. But there was a university. What was it, Scott, that you were saying? You were talking to me about it. Go uh, ahead Boston. and tell me about it. Okay. Boston University. Go ahead. Um, talk about it, please. Okay. Well, Boston University, and you can, of course, see this uh, couple links to the story at rightwingmedia.net. Boston University created an 80% lethal version of the coronavirus to supposedly just test vaccines and other stuff like that. And you've got some of the news media now asking, why would you make it so deadly? It kills uh, 80% or more of uh, any of all the rats you had, you know, it's just uh, a good question. It's like, why are we uh, imitating the Wuhan lab? Ooh, to what degree are they imitating them? I didn't say that. Well, and, you know, it's funny that the Boston University is even trying to do this. But what if, mm -hmm. just what if Boston University was hired out by the government to do this? Because you, you're, you're saying that mm. possibly they're doing research. They're trying to see, maybe in their own words, they're trying to see a way to get rid of it. But I don't think that's really feasible or applicable to this situation and dilemma that we're facing. I think it's maybe the government's trying to find another way to put fear, another pandemic, so that when it draws less attention to the Biden administration and how clumsy and klutzy they are. And look at Jill Biden. I mean, Jill Biden has said dumb things as well. She's allowed, not even just said, but allowed her husband, a senior citizen, this is what I consider elderly abuse here, allowing her husband, who is a senior citizen, who has alleged or potential dementia, and, it, and I'm reading it off of different media sources here, that there has been even alleged claims against Biden for having dementia, but we don't still yet know whether that is factual or fiction. But in this academic society of Boston University, we can definitely guess that these scientists are very smart. They know what they're doing. They know the reasoning, and they're not going to tell us. But the Biden administration might just try to play it off as a little hush-hush, trying to silence everyone from worrying about poor old Joe doing something stupid. Now, this may or may not be true, but for the record, let's put it straight. When it comes down to the left and right, the left and right media has played a very dangerous game by dividing and diversifying our society. Our generation, our generation has become so full of wokeness that we are so intent on focusing only on the wokeness of today's society, where now we don't even pay attention to what our own government is doing. Like Boston University, who may not or may be part of the government's little puppet that are being used to create this, say, supposed virus, I think this definitely gives us the tall tale sign that the government is possibly involved. What is your thought on this, Scott? It would make sense. It's possible. But it's like uh, the, an article I found um, was this uh, academic journal 
Stapp News Arrow, the Associate Vice President for Public Relations and Social Media at Boston University. And Cavallario said the work is, was not as claimed gain-of-function research, uh, and, but she said, in fact, this research made the virus less dangerous uh, and added that other research groups have conducted similar work. And that was after there was some uh, little investigation that was going on. Yahoo was first one of the first to break that. So they've got uh, their PR flax already trying to minimize the impact of the story. So maybe damage control? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, it sounds so, so good and so much like it damage control that it it's it's just even not even other words you could put to that it's a hundred percent damage control damage control has to be done and the government is doing it i mean look at today's society the the left have done so much damage to our world and to society who's gonna pick it up who's gonna pick up the slack we got trump who now is being allegedly accused of rape during his alleged presidency that Trump can't even catch a freaking break for three minutes. They're going to continue to bombard him with false accusations and false allegations. And this is clever. This is very, very clever. I see why. And I got to give props a little to the Democrats for trying to play dirty. Because this is very, very dirty. When it comes down to it, they're they're scared of Trump. They're ultimately scared. They don't want Trump to possibly become either president or VP, vice president. They're so scared of one man who has done so good for our country that if he ever tries to get back into the presidency, they're going to have a conniption fit. And they've already had it. They've already had Trump derangement syndrome. They've already had their conniption fit. I think it's our turn to watch them. I would rather take mean tweets over high gas prices any day. Just saying. I'm just saying. I would. Wouldn't you, Scott? I, I, I'm just having to say this as a fair, you know, act. ultimately, I'm trying to be fair here, but I would rather take mean tweets than high gas prices than this wokeness. But it's it's so funny though, Scott, because you you see this wokeness. The majority of Democrats are now quite a few of Democrats are now leaving the Democratic Party. Which is funny because when we were talking about Telsa Gober Goober, whatever her name is, she left the Democrat Party to become independent. Yeah. So Gabber. So would some of the Democrats that are leaving the Democratic Party possibly become independent or will they possibly become red pill? We don't know. But it it is very, very likely that a lot of the stuff that we've talked about, like the Bilderberg and all of the Democrats evil doings are starting to come to light. They're starting to be seen as this is truth. This is what they are involved in. This is a very dangerous, dangerous group of politicians that are not sitting here with just a thousand or billions of dollars in their hand waiting to spend. But they have these money waiting and willing to use it to make 
bad ideas and bad bargaining, use it as a bad bargaining chip to hopefully not try to get us deleted off the damn map from everyone. But now we're we're using this as a way to put ourselves in danger when we've seen it. We have a guest and for all those who do want to join the conversation, we recommend you join the conversation. Please remember, watch your mouth. I will only give you two warnings, then I will boot you. So we have a guest, uh, Kentucky Dipman, or a.k.a. Nathaniel, who is a YouTuber. And welcome, Nathaniel, to the Romeo Show. How you doing, buddy? All right. What about the guy that was in Waterboy that said, you can do it, you can do it. What does that have to do with the party? He joined the Republican what? Party. Who 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 are you talking about? I think he also played in Hot Chicks. But who are you talking one? about? I can't think of his name, but he's the dude. When they went, when they found out that uh, the boy, the guy in Waterboy, Adam Sandler, didn't have a high school diploma, and he was always saying, "You can do it, you can do it." Oh, Adam Sandler. Okay, what about it? I, Not Adam Sandler, I, but, the, but the dude that said, "You can do it, you can do it" in that movie. Yeah, what about it? Uh, he joined the Republican Party. He left the Democratic Party and became a Republican, not an independent, but a Republican. Yeah, I've heard about Rob Schneider, and this is really funny, actually, you brought that to my attention. Because looking at Rob Schneider, he's one of the few people that's very quiet. I, I've not heard him talk a lot about him being a Democrat or politics, but I've I've no that from what I've heard of Rob Snyder, he's pretty quiet with his politics, but he opened, when he opened up, it amazed a lot of people. And it, it's kind of very um, different that, what's up, Miles? Uh, it's very different when you see a lot of people that are leaving the Republican, or excuse me, pardon me, leaving the Democratic Party, and they're going straight up to the Republicans, and they're asking the Republicans, okay, now that we're with your party, what can you do for us? Yeah, the guy that played the Hulk was or is a big liberal. So the one that was also in American History X? I think, yeah, that one. The guy that played the Hulk. Wow, yeah, that's mind-blowing. He is a Democrat, uh, through and through Democrat. So according to Google search, Democrats 1984-2013, Republicans 2000. 13 to 17 independence 2017 to present so what does that tell you that's a big fear and factor right there that a lot of the uh majority of the people is actually leaving it and uh, exactly miles uh liberal elite that is what they are they're liberal elites so you look at all these democrats starting to wake up and understand okay i think we made the wrong decision here we made the worst decision for not just us, but for our generation and generation to come. I think Rob Snyder had the same idea that possibly Chelsea Goober did, or Goober. She left because she said, um, I don't like this. But what's surprising is Rob Snyder, I don't think, was even in cahoots or support of the rioting and the burning and looting. I would be very surprised if he was, but uh, I don't think he was. was uh, which president was a movie star? Ronald Reagan? I, yes, Reagan. 
Reagan yeah, was a movie star. Know. Trump was a movie star. Well, he Reagan did. was a Democrat way before he became a Republican. Hmm. You know that um, Trump was a Democrat? Yes, I did. So he was a Democrat before he was ever a Republican. So do you want to see the biggest uh, cahoot? Hey guys, Romeo here for RightWingMedia.net. We're going to go live on RightWingMedia.net on StreamYard. That's right, StreamYard. Where you guys get to be part of the conversation. And we're going to be doing questions. Even maybe debates. If you guys want to debate me or Scott, have at it. We will love to debate you. We want to know what part of the political spectrum you stand on. But we also really want to hear the conversation that are really important to you guys. Not just about us, but you guys in general. And why do you think that a lot of the Democrats are doing stupid jobs? Like, Biden's not doing anything for us. We want to know. The most controversial conservative talk show host the left hates. Romeo Hill on The Romeo Show. Winter's here, and I can finally break out my sled. I can go full throttle. There's nothing in my way for miles. I can ride as fast as I want to. I know this trail, even in the dark. I can stop for a few drinks. It's only drinking and driving if I'm in a car, right? It's simple. Slow down. Think. Don't drink and ride. Brought to you by the American Council of Snowmobile Associations and the U.S. Department of Transportation Federal Highway Administration. If you believe that you might have COVID-19, be sure to test yourself before you go out in public in search of symptomatic medicines. You could unwittingly expose others to COVID-19 if you don't. If you have any questions, contact a medical professional or visit cdc.gov. Message is brought to you by rightwingmedia.net and this station. You may have heard that the American Legion helps honor our fallen heroes. Or that the American Legion helped write the GI Bill, enabling veterans to get a college education. And yeah, you've heard us tell a good story or two. But did you know that the American Legion does so much more for our veterans? From advocacy on Capitol Hill to serving others in our communities, the American Legion continues its tradition of strengthening America through service. Learn more about supporting veterans in your community by visiting legion.org. Don't forget to visit rightwingmedia.net for the latest conservative news links, stories, videos, memes, and more. And be sure to visit our YouTube channel and subscribe to rightwingmedia.net. A lot of people said, oh, well, uh, Trump was racist, right? Because now, now when he, well, when he ran for president, they all said, well, he's a racist mother trucker. Well, guess what? A lot of Democrats probably forgotten that very simple thing. Reagan and Trump were both Democrats. But look what happens when you start coming to the realization, okay, we have Democrats doing some Democrat bad things with bad ideas. Let's not support these jerks. Let's look at it from our side and see what can we do to fix the problem. That's what Reagan and Trump were trying to do. None of the Democratic parties today want to solve an idea. They want to be the problem. If you want to be 
part of the solution, not part of the problem. They're becoming part of the problem. Thank you, North Side Dippers, and thank you, Midwest, for being um, very good at it, at what your jobs. Th shout out to my uh, mods out there. Hey, Grizzly, what's going on, brother? But I agree with you, uh, Kentucky. It, it's funny when you see like people like Rob Snyder and Telsey Gober walking away from the Democratic Party. I have no respect for Telsey. None. Okay, I don't care if she's a independent right now. What she did before and what she stood by before, to me, makes kind of puts a sour taste in my mouth. Because how can we trust somebody like her? How can we trust a politician that once was in supposed cahoots or support with this whole entire democratic theology? How can they be trusted they can't they can't they can't be trusted my question to all of you would be would if say Biden decides all tomorrow to wake up and he says you know I no longer want to be a Democrat I want to acknowledge myself as a Republican this could be taken one of two ways number one a possible cowardice way for him to acknowledge okay I was wrong or the liberals could look at it and say, well, he's trying to imitate or mock the gender-bending version of politics. Instead of doing it with the gender-bending, it's with politic-bending. So it could be pushed in two different positions. But with the point of power that Biden has and with the lack of brain power he has, I'm not going to any any way, shape, or form hopes that he ever becomes a Republican. But here's the thing. Again, he's running as Democrat one more time. Good gravy. Wow. Can we just not talk about how bad Biden your stats are right now? You are literally on the lowest end of the totem pole for votes again this year. He has zero possibilities of votes happening. Why? People are getting a little messed up with a little mad at him. They're getting a little peed off with him because he put our society in the worst hellhole lock that we've ever seen since 2021. And now we're at 2022 and 2016. We had the Democrats saying, well, we're going to have poor, good old Hillary, Hillary rotten Clinton run for pres. Uh, yeah. Okay. So teetering between a 39 and 40% approval rating depends on depending on the poll. That's what we see right now for the Biden administration, right? That's the Biden administration at its finest. It's teeter-tottering for his polls. Well, Biden's that, killed his own party. I believe that's huh? say. I believe Biden's killed his own party, and I believe that's just safe to say. I would not disagree. I think the Biden heir has deliberately failed and evaporated all hopes of the Democratic Party possibly being able to take a win this year. Now, I'm not hoping... I'm not going to say... Hold on, caller. I'm not going to say any ill will towards any party on any side. 
because of course, as y'all know me, I, I'm going to be straight and true here, but the Democratic Party has definitely shot themselves in the foot for any chance this year of running because of the stunts that they've allowed Biden and themselves to continue to pull. They have pulled a very bad move that would put them in a disposition of potential wins. Now, whether or not they get the win, okay, let's hope they can get it this year without possibly having to do some dirty deeds or dirty moves to get that. Wink, wink. Y'all should know what I'm saying on that one. But if they don't do any dirty stunts to win the election, then congratulations. They won. Any party on any party that whether you're Republican, Democrat, non-affiliated, Tea Party, Boston Tea Party, Barney the Purple Dinosaur, if you run for president and you win it fair and square, congratulations. You deserve it. But if you do some dirty tricks to potentially make that win happen, you don't get the respect of the people. You get all anger and you just get a lot of people that want to look at you and say, why? You've pulled a bad stunt and that should not ever occur. But caller, here's where my dilemma comes in. If you were a Democrat, what would your thought be right about now if you were a Democrat? Get the what heck out of Dodge. Be? Say that again. Get the heck out of Dodge. Would you stay with the Democratic Party or would you leave it? And why? Well, I would not stay with the Democratic Party. They've done so many embarrassing things in the last two two to two and a half years. It's, it's not even funny. We, I agree. Now, with that being in mind, if you were let's say, a Democrat that was leaving the party, how would you go about helping people by trying to give them, recite, you know, useful information that is very resourceful and that can give them the best possible information to help them find the true blue information that they want to get out of there? How would you help them and how would you do that? Well, I'd tell them to check you out and Scott and Dirty Water Jones and Waterbug. Okay. Scott, what about you? Same question. Wow, you must have practiced your show or done a lot of studying while you were taking time off because that is an absolutely brilliant question, Romeo. Um, Thank you. And I'll, and I'll try to answer it. Uh, here's the thing. There is no answer to it because you see the – I was just looking at uh, one of the jokes there that somebody put in as a comment. Um there abs there's absolutely no one way out because you have, and I can make this allegation. It may not be true. It probably isn't true. I hope it's not true. But you have the republic, the uh, excuse me, the Democrats playing into uh, the hands of media, mass media, especially tier one and tier two, social media, wherever and they can three. coerce them, and they try tier three too, like us, yeah. Um, they're also trying any legal things against any actions they can against recognized uh, Republican or conservative touchstones, people who are the, the go-to people. Uh, and they're trying whatever they can to temporarily milk um, whatever they can give the public, the citizens, whether it be 
tweaking uh, student loan forbearances and and forgiveness, changing uh, tax structures uh, so that they're more in favor of the average person, um, tapping into uh, limited reserves, yes, limited reserves of oil we have to temporarily drive down prices. Um, they're doing so much, but you can only do all of that for so long before somebody says, hey, look, the emperor has no clothes and he looks pretty ugly. And I think that could that emperor right now is named Joe Biden. Hmm. How was that? You inspired you inspired that uh, eloquence, uh, that eloquence there. Well, thank you. But let's look at what you just said. Let's analyze the situation. Number one, you admitted openly the media does have a big part in what a lot of people today think. Mm -hmm. It's common. You know what that's called? Indoctrination. Mm -hmm. Now, Scott was very clever, and I don't know if that was kind of a backhand clever snark remark about have I been practicing. But no, no, really. You know, you, you, it's plus I love that mic, and well, I, I, I wish I could say we got it for you from uh, the office, but no, you did that on your own, and it sounds really nice. Awesome. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. But look, I haven't been practicing. I, you know, off my time of being officially on the right wing media show, I've done my own politic antics with the young Turks. Mm. <laughs> and it, and it kind of goes into, you know, going after them personally, not like personally, directly person to person, but directly going after their news organization. And with no and, no malice, I have to clarify. With no malice. Yeah, with no malice. Intent. I no. mean, it's just what you're I'm perceiving going after, as it is. Well, here's why I, I target them as the biggest fake news hoax writers. <clears throat> because when majority of the time you hear Chunk or Chank Yoger, I call him Chunk Yoger. I can't get his name right. Younger, but I believe. Younger, Yoger, Shank, whatever. Chank Younger, something like that. Chunk yogurt, whatever. People like these fake news media, CNN, these tier one fake news journalists, they have so much population. What this means is they are more able to be out there, reached. They're, mm. they're able to adapt to their viewers and what their viewers are looking at them as. Are the viewers looking at them as potential good true blue news? Or are they looking at them as well, fake news. Which one are they looking at? So each media can play a part. Mm. Now, um, if Scott don't mind, you want to pack your lip with me? I make sure you pack, please. What do you think I'm doing right now? Being a journalist and being actually modest. Yeah. Oh, how that happen? And being oh. organic. Oh, you heard the. Uh, well, I'm opening the can. Did you hear the? Uh... Uh, what's the difference between a writer and a journalist? Uh-uh. The writer's not drunk. Oh, I'm sorry. Ha-ha. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, that's, oh. That's like, uh, oh. That's like Doc trying to drink two Budweiser's and trying to think he's wiser than the writer. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, that one's gonna hurt tomorrow. Oh, I hope uh, CBS don't. Uh, oh, they don't cancel it for that one. Oh, sorry, Doc. Let your wife NBC. know I will come over for Thanksgiving this year. Oh, it was NBC, and you're gonna stuff your turkey, I guess, right? Gobble gobble. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Turkey oh, here might be spit take on that. Ching. I'm a spit take. So for you people that are. Not watching, but listening to the show later. As I just said that joke, Scott just about chunked yogurt, or not chunked yogurt, but chunked his dip tobacco, which we do not endorse, nor do we recommend to anyone that is younger or that is not able to dip tobacco. And it is not a safer alternative to cigarettes, vaping, or anything in that order. Now, back to the show. And we're not Thank you, John. I'm either. But let's go back to what we said. We're, we're kind of hitting off topic, but it's kind of fun. I like to do this once in a while, especially when I'm back. I've been really serious lately on this, but i got to make a quick joke on this. You know what the difference is between a journalist and a Tier 3 journalist and a Tier 5 journalist are? At least the Tier 5 are just irrelevant. We're more relevant than there. Ho! Shoot, I yeah. should have not said that. But that's true, though. We are relevant. So and I don't want to look- name... I, I'm sorry mm-hmm. for interrupting. Go ahead. I was going to say, I don't want to name any specific Tier 5 journalists, but there are some in Tier 2 and 1 who are still getting their story ideas from us, and they may or may not credit where they get them from. Don't <laughs> but uh, yeah, Fake news. but but they Fox news. don't even, yeah. What rip them too? But they, what's really kind of aggravating is they don't give us credit for saying, "Hey, this little tier three outlet, uh, rightwingmedia.net. We saw this story link, and uh, you know, hey, we got it from whatever a whatever dot com they did." And we want to thank them for posting it on their website and reposting it, making us aware. But uh, let's get to that story. You don't hear that from them. Instead, it's just, oh, we came up with this story. We came across this link. We figured this out. And a little later, we'll have an expert who'll tell us and you all about it and why it's important. You know, I'm just getting sick of that. Well, um, a letter just was brought to me today, and there's a envelope in my hand. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Scott, no. know where this is going. Scott, no. you know where this is going, don't you? You yeah. know where this is going? Mm-hmm. Get your notebook ready. Oh, God. Scott's grabbing his notebook. He's like, I'm ready Produce, for this one. Producer's notebook's ready. <laughs> the great oh, Mac. By the way, I got to congratulate you. You've had zero entries for nearly an hour let's see if i can hit. thank you i'll see if i can hit one i'm sure you can that's what she said gobble gobble <laughs> uh-oh you better be quiet you might like john gobble who color please john refrain. gobbler please refrain from oh, any drama. okay i have a note that was hermetically sealed oh no in scott's boxer with Scott's boxers wrapped around this notepad or this little Scott's note here. Botcher? What's a botcher? Boxers. Boxers. You know. Actually, it's okay. actually it's, 
actually or is it depends. For the, I mean, for the for the women watching, it's actually very cute little boxer briefs. Did I mention? Well, I'll underline it. Very. Well, Joe Biden very cute. was once. Joe Biden was once asked, "Does he wear boxers or briefs?" And he said, "Depends." So we all kind of know what he might be wearing now. But anyway, what's the difference between? Okay, ready. So here's the answer: fifteen million. Dollar freaking dollars. Ready? 15, 15 million freaking dollars. Ready? Yeah. What's the difference between a wet, a wet raccoon and Donald Trump's hair? Fifteen million dollars. Oh, yes. That's on sale. Hey, that was great actually because that was what Trump once said at a roast. So I had to use that. Thank you, Mr. Trump, for that beautiful little uh, uh, Rome. Romac or Romark, whatever you want to call it. Romac, Romac. Romac. Hey, did I just get an entry on there today yet or no? No, not yet. Thank you. Thank you so much. But let's let's go back to honesty here. Donald Trump, speaking of $15 million, he spent half of his money out of his own pocket to help America. What has Biden been doing? Going on vacations. Majority of the time, Freaking vacations have been taken from Joe Biden. What does that tell you right there? That tells you Joe Biden is an absolute disaster. And excuse me, I'm just having acid reflex thinking about the old fart. It, it really probably gives everyone hemorrhoids and other types of diseases thinking about Nancy and the Democratic Party. Ooh. Oh, God. I won't be able to sleep tonight. Yeah. That one. <laughs> But of course, you know, Scott, poor old Scott, he likes AOC, the uh, Latin spicy booty, or whatever they call it. I, I thought AOC was dialed up, up internet. That's your speed dating services. If you want a good time, call 1-888-888-AOC. That's right. For all your democratic love needs, your love slash hate needs, just call AOC at 188-AOC that Latin juice will give you the night of a lifetime. She might even well, flower your tortillas if you will. Just call 188-AOC or flower my tortillas. Is that supposed to be a joke towards me? No. Not that unless was... If you flower our tortillas where there's something deeply wrong. Well, I was about to say I dated a chick that was from Mexico, her mom. But let's let's go back on seriousness, though. Scott, what else you got for me on politics? I will be right back after this message from the non-Swedish ambassador, Robin Foots with AOC and DTJ, Donald J. Trump, or however you say it. Anyway, I'll be right back, Butter, with yeah. the Bill but Butter yeah. message and, you know, the thing. The 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 thing the the Scott's hairy legs and corn pop popping corn yikes well I'll go That's, ahead okay that sounds like a uh, what do you call it a um, whoever musician chestnuts roasting on an open fire oh my god yikes go ahead I want to run for president when I get older God well I'll just go through some of the am I lagging or was it somebody else. And we are built back. Uh, I mean, back. 
crack, back, whatever you want to call it. You know, the thing. How are you doing, Scott? I think he's froze up. Of course, Scott always freezes up. I said something about running for president when I got older and then he froze up. That's very frightening for Scott to think about that. What, me being president and running for it? Yes, that's very frightening, actually. That is Why, what very, very frightening. What would, be so, what would be so scary about a presidency of me? I'm sure it would be very beneficial. I, I'm going to say this, and, you know... Um, I'd also it, try to lower the price of gas, too. Well, let's just say if you do run for president, I would I would have definitely no no fear of voting for you, my dude. I would vote for you. I'd make moonshine illegal and marijuana legal. Well, now, would you make uh, Scott being able to marry AOC legal? Yeah. What? I, mean, I don't know if I should do that or not. Boy, that was, uh, I don't know what was more repugnant. Uh, that thought, or just what I spit out of my mouth. Scott, Scott, Scott. That's not right. No, we don't have time for bull. No bull shenanigans here. Yeah. And and even these vape companies would have to pay some into the quota tax. Hmm. I'm Billy the Bull, and I say that's no bull guarantee. Vote for my friend over here, Kentucky Dipman, and that's no bull. They'll give you the no bull guarantee. Caller, do appreciate your calls. Uh, I do want to remind all of you that are listening that um, if you want to join our call, please feel free to call in at that little StreamYard website up there. Or, Scott, would you like to give the number to call in? Absolutely. Please, and thank you. Uh, The number you can also call in on. All right. Is going to be there. We go one eight hundred AOC. So that too. There we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my foot uh, is going to be six zero two six three three four four five one. Operators are standing by. Your mileage may vary. And say that number again. It is six zero two six three three four four five one. All right. So if and, you do call, we uh, can. Hold on. Say that we one can. more time. Okay. 603. No, 602. 603. 6331. Okay, 44451. Right? Right. 44451. All right. Maybe see, but maybe not tonight. I don't know. Do we have any callers or anybody coming in? Not yet. Oh, somebody's actually calling now. Oh no, that's a uh, that's oh yes. Put him on right, speaker. Let's... All right. Hello, caller. Thank you for joining the Romeo Show. Press two. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Yes, you're on the Romeo show. Hi. Hello. How how are you today, sir? Good. Romeo, can you hear the caller? Yes, caller. How how can we help you? Caller, how can we help you? Well, I was asked to call into the show, so here I am. (laughs) And here she is. Awesome. So, caller, uh, what did you want to talk to to us about? How can we uh, 
help you with your technical support. And yeah, quite an interesting, quite an interesting topic, you know. And I, I made a comment earlier that you know I think that at the moment, anyway, Biden is kind of trying to pull a button maneuver with certain groups of individuals. Right, right. I agree with you. Trying to do something nice. Right. Quite. Scott, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Scott, okay, because your mic's hot. Sorry, say that again, caller. A little bit. Yeah, caller, are you still there? Caller, say it. Say it again. I I said that you know um, it, it's quite interesting to me you know all the time that Biden's been in office he hasn't really, he hasn't done anything for any of us and now all of a sudden he's attempting or promising I should say to do something nice for certain groups of individuals and I I kind of see it as a butt-kissing maneuver. Uh, he's all of a sudden saying that he's become the first of the year. He is going to lower the premium cost of Medicare, and he's going to increase Social Security benefits for those those of us that are on Social Security, uh, disability, widow's benefits, survivor's benefits, all of that. And it just, it just does not make any sense to me as to why all of a sudden, you know, he's trying this. Like, why be nice now? Hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. Scott, what, are your, what is your take on it? I think it's a PR move before the midterm elections. Uh, possible. I now, agree. Call, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Caller, I, can I we... I agree. Caller, can I ask what I don't think it's gonna work. It's a nice thing to do, but I don't know how well it's gonna work out in his favor. True. True, true. Now, caller, um, can I ask you what can can we ask you what what is your name, caller, please? Savannah. Savannah. All right, Savannah, is this your first time watching us? Actually, I've, I've, I've seen your shows quite a bit. Uh, I kind of watch in the background. Okay. So you know what we're all about then. So with that being said, I will have to agree that it is very, actually very um, informative of how you thought about this because yeah. – a lot of people wouldn't see this as a possible PR stunt or being very virtuous, but in your your eyes, you see it. Now, caller, can I, may I ask, are you um, what you're affiliated with? Are you Democrat, Republican, non-affiliated, just out of curiosity? Really, at this point, with, with everything that's going on, I'm non-affiliated. I, I don't agree with either side. Okay. All right. That's that's reasonable. What what what's your thought on you know Trump and what he did for me? Yeah, I agree. I agree. But what what was your thought on when Trump comparing Trump to Biden? What was your thought about how Trump was running our country? Good question. Trump did 
so much more for this country in the time that he was in office than, than Joe has in the little bit of time that he's been there. Uh, he, you know, our gas prices were lower. Um, our economy was better. Rental prices for like housing and stuff was lower. Would it be fair to? Yeah, and I agree. And would it be fair? Because we, we just got a caller, and I really want to pick the brains of the caller. No offense, caller. Hope you don't mind. Um, I'm a journalist, so be prepared. I'm going to dig very deep into this. Um, when nope, you're talking... Sure. Huh? Pardon me? Say that again, caller. She said no problem. Okay. Where... I agree with you on the Trump thing. Trump did a lot better than Biden. But I find it funny because Nancy Pelosi at one time made a – not Nancy Pelosi, pardon me. Kamala Harris made a comment when asked, what about the legalization of marijuana? She kind of snickered and snarled at it, and now she has no problem legalizing it. Now, for a lot of you viewers out there, I know that pot is state legal but not federally legalized. I don't think Trump really had a problem with that as long as it was done right. But now the Democrats have decriminalized majority of the drugs. That being said, would you go as far to possibly say that it was a good idea? Now, before you answer, keep in mind, I hear a lot of people saying it wasn't the Democrats that supposedly did it. It was the police that did it, which would be very preposterously, ridiculously wrong and presumptuous of them, if I may be correct. But do you think that was a good idea to decriminalize all the drugs that the Democrats did? And why do you think they, it was a good idea or not? Honestly, no, I don't think it was a good idea because the ones that they de decriminalized are the ones that, that people OD on and, and people die from. Right, right, right. And that and was the same. Making it easier for, them, for, for people to get their hands on them, that's not a good thing. It is honest to God, we know what drugs, we know that people have the money they could get to drugs but now that it's decriminalized i agree it's wrong but what makes me wonder and caller i don't know if you're a mother or not i i have a um i have two children of my not my own but i have two children two sons and a grandson and when i think about the generation of what today is doing by decriminalizing drugs i see it as a potential threat that my children's children could say it's decriminalized it's okay and them get into a amount of trouble with it is just ridiculous you you can't even imagine the amount of problems it causes and the heartache it's causing but what my biggest fear is is why would the democrats think that it's okay is it possibly not because it could be a PR stunt to be virtuous towards the 
people that are drug addicts or alleged drug addicts or supposedly have a an addiction problem i shouldn't say drug addicts let's just say people with heavy addicted use or perpetuated use for say things like that wouldn't you be afraid of the next generation yeah i'm certainly am oh absolutely it's it's terrifying yeah because there's no telling what they can get their hands on now and it's not just that but the other problem with it is what is in the so-called drugs we don't know what's we okay you could probably look in the research dark web which i don't recommend but you could probably even find it on google but there's some way you could probably find it on google what's in fentanyl and what's the biggest um ingredient of it is and you could probably see that it's some kind of chemical possible chemical or some kind of poison or rat poison or whatever just like what is in there's chemicals in there and these drug makers these drug creators are are allowed to get away with it but if okay here's my biggest intake with this problem of it all is also i have with it is if they're going to decriminalize it why don't they tax it why don't they put taxations on it because again fine i i i have a problem with somebody if you get caught over a legal limit yeah be in jail but being caught with it at all, you should be in jail. But now that they're decriminalizing it, shouldn't they put a taxation on it to where it definitely has kind of a little repercussion and it makes some of the drug users think a little bit more, okay, if we're going to have to have this and if this is decriminalized, shouldn't we have to, you know, shouldn't some of the drug users have to pay a little bit to at least not it's just like everything else that's taxed like marijuana taxes shouldn't that thing also be taxed as well because i get i don't agree with it a hundred percent at all i don't go ahead but shouldn't it be just like marijuana where they tax it okay fine marijuana is a different story go ahead caller please i agree It, it makes me kind of wonder because thinking about it we're talking apples and oranges here. Marijuana is a plant that's naturally created from a seed to full growth female plant or male plant, whichever one, but mostly most majority of marijuana growers want female plants. So the marijuana industry got taxed. There is what's called recreational, which is you, you're not using it for medical purpose or we're signed off by a doctor to obtain more than what you're allowed to have if you're just a rec user. Rec users only have a, uh, a certain amount that they can carry, and users with medical reasoning can carry a little more, up to, I think, maybe 10 times or five more times than what rec users can. So that was taxed even for both. Both were taxed. So the same way with the drug use, we should tax it because I don't see how just decriminalizing it is going to make our streets safer. It's not. But if as sure as heck, if we tax the heck out of it, 
wouldn't you think that maybe taxing the heck out of it would probably deter some of the drug users? And this is not a, a full be all blow all idea of stopping it because again, it's just like people asking, well, how if we take away your, the gun rights, gun owners, guns, then they won't be able to get guns. That's wrong. That's there's such thing as the market. There's another way around it. So yes, drug users are going to find a way around it, but again, it would probably stop a lot of it from possibly happening. In my own opinion, I think it would possibly happen. I, I think it would stop it. That's just me, but I don't know. On the topic of uh, marijuana, it's not legal here. Of the few states, I think there is like four states left in the United States that it's not legalized. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I live in one of them. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, um, I do appreciate your honesty with this, and I do appreciate Midwest Sweetheart for coming up on the show, and thank you for actually fooling the heck out of me. <laughs> Anytime, anytime. Down your toes. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, in the words of Scott Hum, 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 what you gonna do without? Okay, maybe Scott might be watching this and probably thinking, "Romeo, just shut up." <laughs> I will see. I will see you all later. Love you guys. God bless you all.